Tuesday, the 23rd of May. Welcome to Afternoon Sport. I'm Dan McHugh and I'm joined by the one, the only Shane Lee. Shane Lee in Monaco. In Monaco. Not Nice we- anymore, Dan. Look at this. We're sitting on the on the back of a super yacht. Yeah. Now, looking behind you, Dan, I can see the stands are up. Yeah. The race is coming here on Sunday. Yeah. It's all happening. We're preparing. Yep. We've got a whole week of um, celebration. We're launching sports.com. We'll talk about that at the end. But it's exciting, mate. Lots of sport to talk about today, too. I just want to ask, is that a company-sanctioned Negroni you're sipping on there? No. Well, so sports.com is red, and yeah. this is the sports.com uh, red drink. <laughs> that's, hey. that, that's the official line I'm using. <laughs> Jesus, nice, too. Hey, you, you've been to Monaco before. Sorry, Monaco. I'm still used to Monaco yeah. bars from the 1980s. You say tomato, I say Bloody Mary. Uh, but you've been to Monaco before, haven't you? I have, mate. I've been here a few times. Uh, a bit of a business mentor for me, a guy called Basil Sellers. He floated a company called which was Speedo and King G back in the 80s in Australia. Um, it had a beautiful place just around the corner here at St. John Cap Ferrar. Yeah. Um, for all the French listeners, I hope I pronounced that correctly. But um, So, yeah, I got to come here a couple of times, and there's a little place up in the mountains here called Ez. Um, and I had a, one of the most magnificent lunches with Basil, the great and late Richie Benno, and the great and late um, English uh, cricketer Ted Dexter. Wow. It was one of the most fantastic. My wife Lorraine was there. It was, uh, it was a magnificent afternoon. I feel like you said a whole bunch of really amazing people and then you... Yeah, and then it's me and Lorraine. Yeah. How good. Anyway, Dan, let's talk some sport. All right, stay with us because today on the show we're going to be talking Grand Prix as we're here in Monaco. Bit of AFL, some NRL. We're going to talk tennis. And also, we're going to tell you all about sports.com. Stay with us. Hey Muppets, this is Stewie McGill here. As much as I don't want you to, please listen to Fire Up. They told me that I was coming on with Chris Gale, the most attractive cricket player in the cosmos. Unfortunately, it was the other Chris Gale and Stevie F here. Uh, Very sorry about that, but I promise you, if you want to know anything about Rugby League, at Fire Up Rugby League. Find Fire Up on any podcast app. So, Shano... The Grand Prix, it's happening this weekend. Have you got a favourite for the race? Well, look, I'm, as you know, I'm not a, I'm not a big car head, but um, Verstappen um, is one of the favourites with the local boy, um, the clerk. And I've just heard from one of my uh, my new uh, f- uh, Formula One wizards, yeah. and I'll introduce him later, later in the show this week. I'll keep that a surprise. Yeah. But um, he said it's all about the parts for the clerk, um, so how the car's going to perform. Um, and then Hamilton. So Hamilton's actually um, ranked third. He's, he's actually won this Grand Prix three times, 2008, 2016, and 2019, every three or so years. So it's probably a chance he's going to win it this year. Um, we just actually walked the track before, um, and it, it is very narrow. Everyone says if you start pole position here, there's a good chance you're going to win, and I can see why. Yeah, yeah, like, There's yeah. three of us walking along the track, and like, um, yeah, it was yeah with you and Hojo, there wasn't much. It was hard to pass left. Hojo and I, yeah. Um, but anyway, but we had a nice pizza. But uh, yeah, it's going to be fantastic. And, and apparently, the noise yeah. once it kicks off is just going to echo right across the boats here in the, the beautiful French Riviera. Speaking of noise, I don't know if the audience can hear this ambulance. In the background, it feels like we're being visited by the 1970s. It's amazing. <laughs> I love it, mate. That, look, look, it should be it should be fantastic, mate. But um, look, oh, I think it's going to be it's going to be an unbelievable race. Moving on, let's have a look at the AFL. Damien Hardwick. What about him? Well, so he's a three-time premiership coach um, at uh, at Richmond. Yeah. And look, there's rumours going around that he may actually walk away. He's contracted to 2024, yeah. but he's citing, and people close to him are saying that it's burnout. Um, he's really, really struggled of late. Um, he's had some personal issues. Um, 
the team's not performing as well as it did. Richmond had a bit of a golden period there um, back in the you know, the, the early and so the, you know, 2010 to 15 or 16, whenever it was. Um, but yeah, so watch your space. I think he may even retire before the weekend or he'll, he'll coach his last game, they reckon, potentially, at the MCG against his old club, Port Adelaide, this weekend. And then he might take a bit of a, a bit of a sabbatical and sort of regroup. And, and he's obviously have, got some personal demons he needs to sort out. Look, I think in this day and age, you wouldn't want to really be a coach or no, a ref no. in sport. It's just getting worse and worse for them. Well, it's really like coaches. Like it's it's hard. Even if you do everything right, you can you can only prepare your team. You still lose. But you yeah. can't go out there and actually kick the ball for them, or yeah. in cricket, you can't hit hit the ball for them. Yeah. Um, yeah. So they have to yeah live and breathe and 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 all those emotions. And it's brilliant as a ex professional sportsman. When when I was playing cricket, yeah. and you don't do well. People abuse you. Yeah. They think it's a rite of passage. Um, I feel like saying, if you worked at KPG, I, I should be able to walk into your office and call you a fucking dickhead. Absolutely. <laughs> Wouldn't that be fun? But you couldn't do that, of course. All right. So we're getting very close to the state of origin. Teams mm-hmm. have been picked. Uh, what do you think about uh, the New South Wales team? Well, I'm going to start with Queensland first. So Billy oh. Slater, and Queensland's always always been about stick and pick, right? Yeah. Stick with the guys who have proven themselves the Queensland way. Billy Slater's actually turned against that. Um, Gagai, who's... He's played 22, the last 22 State of Origin straight. Um, absolute legend, playing for the Knights now. He's been dropped, as has right. Ponga. Like, we, we thought Callum Ponga, after the whole debacle with going to the the, uh, the cubicle in the um, in yeah. the pub <laughs> up in Newcastle, he had probably one of his best games two weeks ago. We thought he may have really stitched up that fullback position, but it appears not. So they're both being dropped. And, um, yeah, so two Knights not being picked. The Blues, there's a few changes there as well. Nico Hines has come in, um, which means that Luai is going to be on the bench. Um, so Freddie's gone away from the old trusted Penrith combination of Cleary and Luai. Yep. Um, and they brought Addo Carr back. Thank goodness. Like, he didn't play last year. That guy's a superstar. Yep. Um, he's a winner. So he's back in the um, in the blue the blue colours. Um, and then Appy Karasai, who also will take the uh, number nine position over... Um, Damien Cook. So, yeah, so a few changes there for the Blues. It's not, it's not cut and dry. I think this is our best chances to win quite comfortably 3-0 this year. But we know State of Origin, it doesn't always work like I that. I think that's very New South Wales-centric of you to talk that way. I think you, yeah, you hear course. that every year. Yeah, I do. Uh, but I wonder, <laughs> um, everyone loves to attribute New South Wales' success to Freddie Fittler's weird shit that he does on the field. Yeah. Uh, you know, getting barefoot and really yeah. feeling the ground and uh, meditation and these sorts of things. I think you've got some opinions on that. Well, yeah. Look, Freddie likes to become one with the earth. Like, yeah. gone is the day when Freddie used to get blind and fall out of cabs and, like, have to crawl home. <laughs> he, he now doesn't drink and yeah. he's very he's a very uh, considered man. Yeah, he's evolved. But I'll tell you what, the, the one guy, and I said literally on this show only two weeks ago, Tommy Turbo should not be picked. Um, but he probably had his best game in a year mm. um, last week against the Raiders, Manly smashing them 44-14, to 14, and Toby played his, his best game. Yeah, he's obviously, I felt like he'd been sort of keeping himself like in cotton wool a bit and not really going for those big cover tackles, which is not great for Manly, no. but he obviously wants to focus and play in the centres for New South Wales. Right. We had uh, Tommy Turbo on the Stuck in the Middle podcast the other week mm. with his brother Jake, which was pretty interesting. You should check that out, Shane. I, go, I will do, yeah. How, how'd they go? Uh, hilarious. Uh, Jake has has a habit of thumbs upping at the camera. Right. He's done. He's retired from the thumbs up. Very Hopperwadi style. Yeah. Well, I don't think it was. <laughs> I think he was pleasantly giving thumbs up, not sticking thumbs up. Oh right. Up. Yes. 
Up people's he did bums. ask for me permission. Um, we're going to have a little break cool. now, Shane. We'll be back in just a moment's time. We're going to talk about the tennis. We're going to talk some more Grand Prix. And we're going to talk about sports.com. Yes, let's do that. The new Elite Bet app has arrived. It's got all the betting features you expect and new ones you're going to love. Elite Bet is your one stop shop on race day with Hot Bet, where you can back the tips of proven winning punters, build fast sports multis, and play same game multis. The Elite Bet app is the smoothest betting experience around. Trusted for 10 years, Elite Bet is 100% Australian owned. The only betting app you need is Elite Bet. Gamble responsibly. All right, it's afternoon sport here from Monaco. Well, how good? Very enjoyable, Shane. It is, mate. Um, the Italian Open, the, the men's final was delayed due to wet weather. What were the results? Well, we spoke about this yesterday, and we weren't quite sure why the game was actually um, didn't go ahead. Medvedev has actually beaten Rune um, for the first time on clay. He won 7-5-7-5, and Medvedev... Like, he reminds me a bit of Ricky Gervais, this guy. He's a bit of a sook and a bloody carry on, like a middle manager, right? Um, the Russian crazy man. He said, I hate playing on clay. He said, now, now that he's won the Italian Open, going into the French, I don't mind clay. Oh, it's not so bad. It's not so bad. A lot. Um, I, I can like, just do I like pull play. out a guitar and start singing during the uh, sports yeah, interview. Like, he, he's just a big kid, isn't he? Medvedev. Oh, I, th- I think he's uh, 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 he's uh, the kid that takes the ball home when, when someone knocks him over in a soccer I've game. got to be yeah. very careful, like, bagging Russians. We are here at Monaco. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get shot. Yeah, uh, and the French Open is about to start. I think Djokovic thinks he's the favourite. Well, who do you think's the favourite? I, I think Alcaraz is, is the favourite, and I think... Um, Look, the Joker's playing mind games, which yeah. means I know he's not at his best. Yeah. And we all know that, right? Yeah. But but he has the ability to fake injury, hang in there, just do enough, get the job done, go for an illegal toilet break, yeah. come back. He knows how to win. He knows how to upset people's um, rhythm and momentum. Yeah. Um, if he gets to the final against a 19-year-old Alcaraz, who's going to take the mantle in within a year or so once... You know? Yeah, Alcaraz did have a strange loss the other week, though, didn't he? He did, mate, but he's 19 years of age. Yeah, I just wonder if he's peaked too early. That's what oh, I'm no, saying. Oh, no, no, no. He, he's, he's learning his craft, mate, and there's a lot of expectations on him now. Yeah. And, 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 you know, the, the problem for him is that he's coming after three of the greatest tennis players of all time in Nadal, Roger Federer, and Djokovic, right? And these guys pretty much finished in the top two between them yeah. for the last 20 years. Yeah. So there's a lot of pressure on him. Like, yeah. He's going to learn, but, but the Joker knows that. And he's going to start playing his mind games with him now, which is fantastic. I know this is kind of um, maybe not relevant, but I remember the Joker offered to coach Nick Kyrgios. Yeah. I would just love to see that. I think it would just be amazing. Yeah, like imagine that. Imagine the team meetings. <laughs> I think there, I don't think there would be team meetings. He go, I'll pick up my Tesla, Joker. And he goes, where's your fucking Tesla? It's stolen. My mum was driving it. It's gone. Hey, um, I cut my foot. I'm going. <laughs> we're, we're, we've got a crazy week ahead of us. We're going to be meeting yeah. some... Pretty damn interesting people. Do you do you want to share? Are we allowed to share? Well, yeah, I will. Like, and, and these um, interviews are apparently the guys are going to be coming on the boat. But so sports.com is going to become the the, the new, um, I suppose, platform for sport in the world, yeah. sports ownership and sports content. Yeah. Um, and we're we're lucky enough to be part of it here. Um, they want to own some of the biggest sporting teams in the world, and they want to own events, right? So this is the launch here tonight the boat we're sitting on now but over the course of the next week 
you know, the great Wayne Gardner, the Wollongong whiz kid where I grew up, yep. is, is going to be coming in. Um, or Jorge Lorenzo, uh, three times GP um, legend. Yep. Um, he's going to be popping his head in. Uh, Roberto Carlos, the Brazilian superstar. Roberto Carlos, 125 games for Brazil. He won the 2002 World Cup. 11 years at Real Madrid, 500 games. He won the Champions League three times. Wow. So he's going to be popping his head in. Uh, the big Chris Gale, the West Indian. Yeah who hits more sixes than anyone's ever hit in the world. Stewie McGill said he's the most beautiful man to have ever played cricket. Is that true? Uh, look, I'll take Stuart's word on that. Yeah, <laughs> I, I never really used to rate him myself personally. <laughs> Call me old-fashioned. <laughs> um, but look, it, it, it's going to be a fantastic time. And like, as sports lovers, afternoon sport, yeah. uh, we're lucky enough to be here. And I think what, what potentially is the epicentre of where sport's going in the future. And um, we're going to be able to bring that to the listeners of Afternoon Sport, what's happening in the world, yep. what's happening in sports um, sponsorship and broadcasting, and we're going to be giving you first-hand um, knowledge as, as the whole sporting world develops. Amazing. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll be back tomorrow with heaps, heaps more. So that's it for Afternoon Sport today. Make sure you hit follow, subscribe, leave a review if you really like the show, or even if you don't like me or Shane, just, yeah. you know... Say yeah. something mean, we'll come back at you. Yeah, more Dan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, more me, that's yeah. okay. Thanks for our sponsors, Elite Bet, the only betting app you'll ever need. All right, and we'll be back tomorrow with your daily dose of sports. We'll see you then, guys. Take care. Afternoon Sports. Are you thinking about making a podcast? If so, contact the Afternoon Sport Group. We'll make it easy. With the technical know-how and industry knowledge, we'll get your podcast up and running in no time. Get in touch via our website or email hello at afternoonsport.com.